Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is The Boop Show, episode 235 for Monday, February 27th, no, 17th, uh, 2020. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Boob Show. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Dunaway. Hello, Brian Dunaway. How are you? Oh, hi, Scott. Coke Zero. Every time. Look at that. Right here. Coke Zero. Where's it at? It's right here on my screen. Do you see it? Oh, is that one of those new Coke Zero energy ones? Or is it just a zero, no sugar? Just a zero, no sugar. And uh, that's and, and there's enough caffeine in for me because I, I get I'm freaky sensitive to caffeine. But I uh, right. I like this one. And um. I also like the ch- the new cherry zeros very good, and the right. orange vanilla cherry zero is also very good. Oh, so, I haven't had that one. That sounds fantastic. It is. I want the hey, I want, Scott. I, I want the cinnamon one, but they don't have that in zero uh, yet. Oh. They just have it in the regular I took Coke. A, I took a sip of the cinnamon, and it it was all right. It yeah. was all right. Yeah, it's okay. I just can't yeah, do all I'll, that sugar. I'll, I'll allow them if I can't if I can't get a zero. I'll allow myself a half a can because mm-hmm. those are usually like anywhere between 120 to 150 calories mm-hmm. uh, with uh, lots of sugar. So I usually half that, and I, I feel okay about that. That's not the end of the world. Go straight to your hips if you're me. Oh, absolutely, and they don't lie. But Scott, let me ask you. Yeah. Back in the day, you, you're a you're a gamer who played games during the 90s and the t- oh, early 2000s. Heck right? yeah, dude. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So, was your gamer fuel Doritos and Mountain Dew? No. Uh, in the 90s, my gamer fuel was probably... Oh, actually... Oh. Okay, no, you know what? You're half right. Uh, ranch, Cool Ranch Doritos, easily, right. was, a big, was a normal pick of mine. And then, uh, drink-wise... Yeah. You know, Coke, was... probably, or Dr. Pepper, probably. I was more of a Dr. Pepper guy. Right, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, I was I was all about I was all about the nacho cheese Doritos and the Mountain Dews. Mm. Of course, later on, Gamer Fuel Fuel became all these energy drinks. I think it's still fun, but I have trouble gaming on energy drinks. I, I think the caffeine in Mountain Dew was probably about right for my system. Uh, At the time. I don't mind energy drinks when I'm actually going out doing stuff. But man, getting wired and sitting in front of a screen, yeah, woo! it's crazy. You feel like you need to get woo! up and run around and beat something up. I, I agree. Yeah, it's not good. We're Do all going to VR stuff. We're all going to die. That's what we know. We're all going to die. Uh, how about this? So Brian and I, we do this uh, game show here where we talk about video games. And by game show, I don't mean, you know, like no prizes. This is just me and Brian, you know, talking <laughs> about video games. Whoa, why is that playing again? Stop that. Right I like it. That wasn't supposed to happen. Um, anyway. Starting over. So, uh, so that's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to talk about some games that we played this week. The Boop Show tends to focus in on some smaller efforts, games that aren't necessarily giant, multi-million dollar, 200-person team efforts, although once in a while those will slip in. But for the most part, we like to look at the smaller stuff, the gems out there, the things that you have a hard time finding. Sometimes in some deep, dark corner of, 
of of Steam, you'll find a, a small game cowering in the corner saying, play me, right? Why can't I get any attention? Yeah, please give me playtime. So that, <laughs> that's what we're going to do. And uh, today, we're going to start with a game called Nom Nom Apocalypse. Nom Nom Apocalypse. I Did I see this somewhere recently? I don't know, or but was this, was it's it a game. Sale or something? You, you might have. I got a code for it. And mm. I was excited to play it. Excited to play. Until I didn't Played like it. it. Oh, no. Um, now, yeah. we find a lot of indie gems. I, I, it's not often that we find something that's a stinker. Is this a stinker? This is not a stinker as much as it is a... There are better versions of this already out there. Nah. And you don't need necessarily this one... If you already have other cool games, like other ones of them, and you probably do, you just don't either know it or you know it and you're already playing it and you don't care. I I don't know which. Well, I'm I'm looking at the video on stream right now, and so far they've sold me on what's going on here. But it kind of looks like overcooked or something. What is okay? So the graphical style is not too different from what you're describing. Although I would call it a little bit more low res than something like uh, overcooked. It's it's. uh, You know, simple polygons, little dudes that run around. The name of the game is um, Nom 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 Apocalypse. Yeah. Nom Nom Nom. Nom Nom Apocalypse. And it is a top-down dual-stick shooter roguelike. And and, and as soon as I said those words, people went, wait a minute, there are a billion of those. There's a whole lot of those. And you're right, there are. And there's a lot of really good ones out there. Uh, It's a genre or subgenre or whatever you want to call it that I quite enjoy. However... Um, despite the fact that it has some decent shooting, it doesn't really do anything new or different to the genre to make it interesting. In fact, it has some very annoying features, like when you transition from one uh, section to another, it it fades out and in, and it's actually not the same environment you were entering. It's a different layout. That's what I was about to say. Is Is it going into procedurally generated stages? I mean, as far as I know, they're not. If they're procedurally generated, there's not much happening procedurally because they're just like big squares. There's really nothing right. and a few cars strewn about. So it's like a, not a lot of unique sort of um, uh, structures or anything like that. And right. for whatever reason, when you're, when you're approaching it, uh, it looks like a certain way. Like you're like, oh, okay, I'm entering this. Mm-hmm. There's, the, there's the crosswalk. I can see that car there. And then as soon as it fades out and then fades back in, you're walking into it. And it's not the same as the place you were entering. So it just feels like, gotcha. oh, wait, did I teleport? Am I in a different zone right because you're probably like me when you're playing dual stick shooters you don't you rarely look at the character itself you're usually looking in the direction you're going into and if you're fading in and out to different places probably a little disorienting it is and i didn't like that um it really like Like there was one just transition right there where there was a there was an arrow a curved arrow on the uh on the street saying where the turn was but when you crossed over and it faded back in that turned arrow is gone so it's just like, right. whoa, wait a minute. I swear there's an arrow just there. Like, it really messes with my mind, and I don't like it. It's a really bummer right. uh, part of the design. The actual combat feels pretty good. When you're engaging these creatures and shooting them, it feels fine. It's, it's you know, it's meaty. You're punching or shooting dudes in the face. They explode. Uh, you're not just shooting dudes. Right now you're shooting angry cheeseburgers that are trying to eat you in fries. I like that part so yes, far. Yes, it is very um, Tim Burton-y kind of... Uh, 
um, you know, invasion of the Mars people. Right. Or what's that movie? Mars Attacks. Yeah, yeah, that's it. The Mars Attacks. Yeah, Mars Attacks. <laughs> invasion of the Mars people. It's definitely not invasion it. Invasion of the Mars people and uh, Santa Claus. Yeah, and Santa Claus. But they, so they're hamburgers and fries and you have to fight them. And Look, when you do, they blow up nicely and then they drop loot. Sometimes it's in the form of cash. Sometimes it's um, food to give mm. you health back because you've been hurt or whatever. There are vending machines scattered throughout. When you touch those, they poop out a little food and you eat it. And then you're you're healthier. Um, there's one right now happening on video. But uh, uh, So there's a place for you to spend your cash. Plus, in between uh, missions, there are perks. Uh, so when you've died and gone back, you do, the, you do the normal roguelike thing, which is, all right, well, now's the time where I buy a bunch of extra... Bonus hoochie, uh, so that when the next time I go in, I got a perk, so it helps. <laughs> bonus. Do you know what hoochie is? Yeah, yeah, I do know what hoochie is. I think you want. I think you're looking for the word hooch or something. I don't think hoochie was the bonus hoochie is not. You don't think you don't think hoochie right was answer. where I wanted to be was. Uh, I don't. I don't think that's what you meant to say. Okay. I think you were going for something else, but I'm. I'm glad you said it. I'm glad I did too. But I say that I use the word hooch and hoochie in the wrong context. Right. Way too often. Yeah, absolutely. But Some anyway, extra hoochie maybe. So you go in there, Some side and, hoochie, and you do this, and it's and again combat totally fun, creature design right. funny. Out of this tutorial, which this dude's in right now, so I'm gonna skip ahead. Uh, you actually get way bigger, nastier beasts to fight. Here's a kind of a boss creature here, um, and they're like big versions of the burger, like a big giant Mayor oh, McCheese looking yeah. dude, and and sometimes they're they're smaller, the little small guys kind of pepper pepper the area throughout that sort of thing. Um, sometimes the burgers riding around on giant fry legs, uh, stuff like that. I don't know why it's all fast food. Oh, there's some sushi creatures. So it's not all fast food. It's I guess, unless you get your sushi fast, but uh, why I do is according. I try to, um, anyway, it's, uh, so it's got some style in that regard. The menus are horrendous. They're really slow and unresponsive and I don't understand why, um, the game itself Mm -hmm. plays fine. Like the movement and shooting is fine. So I don't know why the menus feel so weird, but. Maybe that's just a me thing, and I had a weird setting. I, I don't know, but I didn't like how the menus felt. Um, in the end, I, I it's not that I won't recommend it. It's maybe one I would put on a wish list because it is some good, brainless, dumb fun, shooting stuff. It feels good to shoot these things. It's satisfying. But there are already a lot of games that have that part, and they also have better graphics. They have better interstitial stuff. They have better perk systems or better better things to spend your currency on in between matches so that you go back and have more fun the next time like this just feels like it was just barely scratching it and it, you know i'd maybe say oh okay is this in early access no it's it's like a done game um, it, for for a dual stick shooter i i don't feel the overwhelming horde mode that you usually get in dual stick shooters it feels like it's a little bit light it's a little lighter. We, well, first, it gets harder, and the more level, okay, it the deeper get harder, you okay, get, it gets good, harder. Good, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the sushi has wings, by the way. I should have mentioned that. Oh, well, of course, as, as sushi does. Yeah, it's a fly. Oh, and the, and the there's a um, French what was toast. It? Is it grilled cheese? Yeah, that's it. No, yeah, it's a, oh, well, maybe it is grilled cheese. I thought it was French toast. Yeah. Grilled cheese. No, it is grilled cheese because it's it's firing a circle of cheese everywhere. You're right. Yeah, as, as, you, as you do. As that's you do. That's what happens when I eat grilled cheese. And all the, all the cars are destructible. They all explode real pretty oh. and everything. But there you see that transition again. It's like that rubble wasn't there. Suddenly it is like, right. I don't know. That's it's still really discordant to me. I don't like it. Um, the only, only reason why I got to think to do that was if you were procedurally generating something and you kind of wanted a smooth transition, but that's probably about as best as you're going to get. If you're, if you're like open visuals mm-hmm. or like that. Yeah. I don't it, know. It's a good waste of time. 
I've played Can't worse games. How did you play this? I played it on a PC with a okay. with a uh, with a you know a controller. Um, I think this is, you. think this is on Switch. Oh my God. Have you ever played a dual stick shooter with a keyboard? <laughs> it's bad. Don't uh, do that. That's not true. There are some that are actually okay with a mouse and keyboard. In fact, weirdly right. that children are more to game is okay with a mouse and keyboard. Oh yeah. yeah. Weirdly. It's not great, but it's oddly, it's not terrible. Um, but I'm not a big fan of, if it's this kind of game, I need a controller. Like who, who are we kidding? Like what world right. are we in? Um, anyway, you can be other characters too. Not just that dude. You can be these other little chef guys and. You stupid other little dude. I'm a chef guy. Yeah, you can be a chef guy. It's okay. It, again, I don't think. The I'm kind a chef of game, guy and I like a little bonus hoochie. Don't don't roll out and buy it. Just maybe bookmark it and go, you know, favorite it and then or not right. whatever, wish list it. And then maybe one day this will pop up and be cheap. Uh, so when you, uh, whenever you say roll out, do you like instantly think about uh, Transformers? Yeah, well, Transformers, that's probably one too. That's probably a better one. That's the only one I would think of. What are you thinking of? Right. When you hear Roll Out. No, I, I'm thinking of, uh, I'm thinking of old, uh, oh, wow, well, oh my gosh. How am I forgetting his name there? Oh my God, I'm blanking. I don't know. I was so trying to hold on everything else. Uh, roll Out uh, from uh, Fast and the Furious. Um, oh, do they say Roll Out in uh, there? The, the Atlanta, it, it, he's Atlanta uh, hip hop artist. Oh, uh, Ludacris. Ludacris. Oh my gosh. Why couldn't I think of that? What is he? Why did he Jeez. say that? What's his deal? He oh, says he just, that's out. like, that's one of his songs where he's got the big head thing. Oh, and he's got like the, like those big head videos. Remember those? Yeah. Roll I remember those. Out. I don't remember this at all. Oh, here I have it right here. Is that not it? That's probably not it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh wait, Spot here on. it is. I found it. Nailed it. Is that it? That's it. Okay. You nailed it. All right. Got it. Keep ludicrous. Keeping it real. All right. Ludicrous. Don't, don't check out Side Hoochie. Yeah. By ludicrous. I, Side Hoochie is an amazing album. He got under, <laughs> it was underrated. All right. So let's talk about Nights and Bikes, which I've seen everywhere, but uh, I guess it's on the Switch also. Tell, tell me your thoughts on this thing. Absolutely. It's been out for a few months already on PC, I think PlayStation, Xbox, but now it's come to the Switch and I had to pick it up because Kid London uh, gave the recommendal. She said, you got to do it. And I was like, okay, do I call it a recommendal? I mean, that's what you call everything else y'all watch, but I guess it's really a Nicole thing, right? So yeah, she recommended Kit London did. We just call it movies. Or recommendals for free yeah, movies, but we don't care. You can still call it that. Right, right. Night Nights and Bikes. Uh, this is a double fine production kickstarted project. It is a co-op game at its best, but you can play it as a single player. You can play online co-op as well as couch co-op. I end up having to play it by myself, boo. I, I was a little disappointed because uh, each of these characters that you play, there's two young girls who are uh, are on this island, this mysterious island. Uh, one of the girls who lives there with her father has a backstory, and we unfurl that as we go along. Mm. Uh, there's, you'll notice this. This is from uh, Foam Sword, by the way. This is a lot of guys that were worked on Little Big Planet. So if you look at the style and you kind of go, oh yeah, it looks like a lot of the background art from Little Big Planet. Yeah, uh, also, what's that other game they made? Media Molecule made the game called... Yeah, Media Molecule, so... What'd they make? That other one, though. And it was like everything was uh, paper stuff. What was it? It was. What was it called? Tearaway. Tearaway. I love Tearaway. Oh, my gosh. I love that game. Tearaway. That was it. Yeah. Uh, So, imagine that those guys getting together and going, you know what we need to do? We need to make a a, a cooperative game uh, kind of based on, like, Goonies and and games that that kind of are like... uh, Games where the kids are the heroes and they must save their parents. And that's what you're doing here in uh, Nights and Bikes. 
you are uh, trying to save the amusement park or golf. I think it's like, like a golf course, but it's really kind of amusement kind of park really is what it really is. Uh, they're being evicted, this, uh, this girl and her father. And so what you have to do is you have to unfurl the story with, uh, by playing as a kid on your bike as a knight, as you do. I'm getting kind of lost already. <laughs> In the game, you're lost already. You know? I'm, I'm watching the I'm watching the game what what you're showing on screen, and I'm like trying like that's I'm describing something totally different. Yeah, that's now that's that's what we was talking about pre-show. I'm like, I've been getting a lot of first impressions on these games. Yeah, and I'm not able to dig deep enough into the game because I played this game for a good two hours, and I only really got through chapter one. Yeah, I know some stuff that happens later on. But essentially, you start out as Nessa, the one character you see on screen now. She's the dark-haired one. She's the dark-haired. You don't know anything okay. about her. Yeah, you don't know anything about her story. Uh, but she runs in uh, to Demelza, and uh, she is the girl who lives on this island, and she's recently lost her mother, and there's a little bit of story being revealed as you go along. And so She's the, she's Nessa, the ginger there, the ginger redhead lady she's girl? The, she's the ginger redhead, correct. Okay. And so she's all about the adventure, and she's convinced Nessa to play along. So uh, this golf course has is based on legend of this island that they're on, that there were knights there at one point in time, and something happened, and they got very sick. And there's supposed to be a treasure somewhere on the island as a backdrop for all that stuff, and that's what brings in the tourists. The tourists come in to kind of like absorb this atmosphere and uh this off season so it's just these two girls and the dad and they're they're running free roaming on this island looking for the treasure and uh, you get to do that by trying to solve puzzles a little bit of hack and slash but most of the puzzles that solved are uh used you use like frisbees to knock uh knock bullseyes down uh to reveal certain areas and you also um have a stomp. You got your wellies. Remember wearing wellies? Did yeah. you ever wear wellies? I had like wellies. The, oh yeah. Yeah. So the one of her one of her powers is stomping mud puddles and uh, stomping worms. It's important to get the worms because as you collect the worms, you can feed them to the goose. There are several geese, and they help you complete. They the story. help you. Geese are they, usually dicks. How that They work out? are dicks, but there, there, there comes a point in the game, and I didn't make it this far. This is just stuff that I was reading, mm-hmm. which, like I said, that's why it disappointed me so much. I was like, oh, I hate that I'm to talk about this game. I've only got to play it for a couple hours. I want to complete it, mm-hmm. but I know that by this time tomorrow, I can't look back on this game because I've got to start the next one, you know? And so... I'm kind of I kind of feel like I just got into chapter one of this wonderful game, and I just really want to finish. I got to find time for it. I got to find time to finish it. All right, I think you uh, should. It looks it looks neat but because it is amazing. I know the things I didn't get to is I only unlocked one of the kids' bikes. Eventually, I'll be able to unlock both the bikes. And when you unlock the bikes, you can upgrade the bikes as you go along. And the bikes are so much fun. And oh my god, the music, the music in this, the composer for this for this game. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to find his name now. Um, oh, is Daniel Pemberton? Oh, yes, and old Daniel. He's a composer Pemberton. for Spider Man, Enter the Spider Verse, Dark Crystal stuff. That's the one on Netflix. Mm-hmm. The man from Uncle, he's been around forever and he's got such a huge, huge buildup of stuff in Hollywood. He's even doing video games too. I'm like, how does he even get around to this and how did they land this guy? Mm-hmm. It is an amazing collection of amazing talent. Uh, and I, I, I just, I've loved it so far. I just haven't gotten far enough into it. Nice. 
All right. Well, maybe maybe there's more on the horizon for Brian and the game Nights and Bikes. They're Nights never on. And how bikes. come they're never on bikes? They're just running around all the time. Well, man. that's the thing. I only finished chapter one essentially, and only one of the kids had a bike, and uh, and it was fun too. It was that's that's the big selling point when you start this game. The first thing you do is you ride through this field, and they're playing this amazing rock song, this anthem of a rock song of I want to ride my bike all day and all night, and it's just it's an amazing feeling riding that bike. And you're kind of chasing that feeling all through chapter one, and you never uh, get there. But mm. I think once I do, it's mm. going to be amazing. All right. Well, you should keep playing yeah, it. I, like I said, it got me to, to the point where it's like I was almost about to get to the best part of the book, and I was like, oh, I'm out of time. Mm. I'm out of time. Yeah. No. Well, that's no good. No good to be out no of good. time. No good. Never be out of time. Always be out of time. Never be out of time. All right, I'm going to now take us to a game that I'm going to wholeheartedly, full-throatedly recommend. Do and, it. And you might say to yourself, Scott, wow, you really want to go that far? And the answer is yes. I'm going to recommend the game Wilson. No, it's not the Wilson? ball and it's not the ball in Castaway. It's not uh, uh oh. the, it's not the neighbor on Wilson uh, <laughs> on the handyman show, whatever his name it's was. Spelt Wilson, I Wilson, W O L C E N. And it is a long in development, finally out in full 1.1 fashion or 1.0 fashion out of early access game. Started on Kickstarter, uh, made by a French developer, small team, couple of people that really wanted to make this thing. It is an action RPG in the vein of your, you know, sort of Diablos and your Path of Exiles, that sort of thing. And uh, it's made in the Cryo Tech Engine, the Crytek Engine. Oh, I thought this looked familiar for some reason. Yeah, it's very, very pretty. Um I didn't yes. know the Crytek engine could do a nice isometric over the head RPG style game, but apparently it has no problem. Doing when that. I was when I was studying some of this, that that was one of the engines I had looked at about. Uh, it was about a year ago now. I was really looking at all the different engines, and I went through all these demos mm-hmm. of of different engines, mm-hmm. and this was some of the things that blew me away too. Yeah, it's like, pretty wow. it's pretty cool that way, but it's uh, because I thought that engine was dead. No, but still no. Uh, still a thing. Um, well, I mean, I mm-hmm. don't know how frequently people are using it for things like shooters and stuff, the way Unreal and right. even Unity is. But um, this is what they started with. This is what they stuck with. And it's a beautiful, beautiful game. Um, I would I would say graphically they're doing things here that are on par from what I've seen from Diablo 4's early footage. It's it's mm-hmm. that quality of a, of a, of a really presentation. Is. It's very pretty. Uh, they, so they've been working on it for a long time. Some of the initial reactions when this thing was just into early access were a little rough. It wasn't, you know, super polished, didn't have all the classes and the abilities and all the cool stuff yet. Um, it has come a long, long way. Now I will say this before I get any further. There's a, like Diablo three before it and two for that matter. Well, more like two, actually, it has an online mode and an offline mode and right. the online mode is uh what you expect it's like hey i'm gonna team up with three of my buddies we're all gonna go fight together and so you can do that and then you roll around with them or if you do an offline character it's just you and that's all it's ever going to be you're never going to join with anybody it's just you and your offline character now the reason i'm going to recommend doing an offline character for this first run through of the story is that the online stuff is broken it is freaking bad they keep shutting down servers and restarting them and trying new patches and they're having all kinds of issues with the online which when i was playing this in early access was also a problem so i don't know what happened between then and release but 
as polished as this game is and as fun as the combat is and it's very good like just really oh, great looks, visceral it, combat um i'm not saying much because all i'm doing is just sitting there staring at the beauty of how it how it's, it's how it's responding. it's a pretty it's just, game it's a pretty game and it's very you know yeah. very tactile you have this roll ability and um you have uh, uh what's it called stamina points and you and when you have those stamina points you can roll and it's not just a fake roll like in the diablo console games it's like a full-on sped up roll away from the combat kind of thing which gives right. you these great opportunities and big boss fights where you know the, the roll away is actually going to save your butt <laughs> uh, right it's not just there for but for a cool look or whatever. do you feel like a badass i feel like you would feel like you're a badass the whole time you're doing oh you this. totally feel like a badass the, the game yeah. the game has nailed that which is important in an action rpg like this and it's got all the loot stuff it does um it does uh non-symmetrical loot so Mm-hmm. You drop left shoulders and right shoulders. You drop left glove, right glove. Um, you you can interchange your gloves, your 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 boots. Oh, no, the boots are the same pair. <laughs> you don't want to do. You don't want to mix up boot <laughs> boots. But you can have a different different you know wrist slot depending on whatever drops and whatever combination you want to have. And if if a, if a pauldron drops, that's a left shoulder thing, and it's good for a sorcerer. But it also has some bump to some other thing, and you're not playing. You're playing a melee class. Cool, you can wear that, but you can also wear this other pauldron, which may not match, but it's got other stats that you need. So it's it's like having extra slots, really, is what it comes down to. Um, but you have all that stuff. You have all those RPG trappings. Um, it's a combination of kind of Diablo runes that change up your abilities and powers, and also the Path of Exile branching big giant spec map thing they do. Their big talent mm-hmm. tree thing. It's got a version oh, of that. Cool. It's not as complicated, but it's it's there. Um, and you can kind of just be whatever you want to be. Um, it's very good at, uh, oh, uh, abilities you find in the world and then level up. They don't just happen to you. You'll kill a dude and he'll drop this book or tome and you read it. And now you know how to do a fireball. Um, it's things like that. It's, it's super interesting. It's, a, it's an interesting change to what I'm used to with these games. Um, What's this called again? Molson? Molson. W O L C N. What a terrible name. It's Rename your awful, game. It's an awful name. Great name. Or what's what's our new segment? Bad name, great. You know, stupid name, great yeah. name. There you go. Was that it? I think that was it. We need a sound for it right. though. Hold on. Bad name, stupid game. No, other way. Bad, bad. No, bad name, good. good no, good. Good game, game, bad name. Bad. Good game, stupid name. There you go. <laughs> it, it's a dumb name. Anyway. Uh, the gunslinger class is very fun chat room. You're right. Some of the classes are a little bit weird. I'm playing a wizard and doing just fine. Um, doing all magic stuff and I'm kicking butt and not losing and having a great time. That bad guy looks awesome. Oh, he is super cool. And then you turn into something that I can't even do yet. Uh, Oh, that is cool. And this is just tutorial stuff right now. So later in the game, you get, you get all kinds of weird stuff. But anyway. Oh, no. This, this is the tutorial. So that means you get to be badass for a minute. And then you have to spend like the next three weeks trying to get badass again. Kind of, like yeah. That. Although, I don't know. The stuff's coming at a pretty good clip. It's not really bugging me. But, you know, it's right. got all the... It's it's very Nintendo. Or Nintendo. It's very uh, Diablo. Nintendo. Like, there's a little thing that runs around carrying gold that you can shoot. And it'll dump a bunch of gold. And it's kind of random. And it's like a loot goblin. You know, like they just they take a lot of ideas from a lot of the established games in this genre. And they do a pretty good job of replicating it. Um, the actual characters and the world and the story in this very, um, Warhammer, traditional Warhammer, just big, gnarly, whacked out armor dudes and big, huge hammers and swords and just that kind of, and they're all talking like, yes, meet us at the fourth gate of the nightmare kingdom. We shall be triumphant. Like 
just a lot of fun over the top stuff like that i like that kind of stuff so i'm sort of into yeah, it too um i like it good voice acting fun character progression it's gorgeous and it's a good hold me over until you know diablo or somebody else blows my mind um and and i like it i like it a lot i'm gonna i'm good. going to recommend it now what's interesting is this is I think we're looking at... Wow, that, that looks so Diablo. It's hurting my head. Well, it's pre-release. This is pre-release footage. And so right. what you, the UI has changed. And so they don't even have what you're looking at there. That ball in the middle with the life ball in it, it's not even there anymore. Right. They've, they've switched all that stuff out. Um, so this is beta footage, which is fine. That's all I could find that was like extended gameplay. But Right, right. Um, anyway, I like it so far. There's some broken stuff. They seem dedicated to fix it. They're a small team. I'm willing to let a small team they've already made what seems like a much bigger game than a small team could be capable of so i'm i'm mm-hmm. i'm willing to let this stuff go but if you're wondering why i'm saying hold off on the uh, online uh, uh the online is because when you beat the story once whether it be offline or online doesn't matter then it opens up and you now get like randomized dungeons sort of uh, adventure mode like in diablo opens up and then you can do online or offline characters all you want and build up you you know alternate characters and stuff and and you should run that with your friends once they get their server shit worked out um mm-hmm. because as an offline game it one's great plus all the you diablo players that complain for years oh, i hate the diablos online all the time i hate it i want to just play a game by myself well now you can do it okay oh. now you can do it i'm into it i like it wilson out now 39 bucks Wilson, do it the developer is i meant to do this more hold on Wilson developer. All right. These guys, just to, so you know who you're talking about, it's Wilson Lords of Mayhem is the actual name of the thing, which you can see. Find I like it. Lords of Mayhem. Is that already taken? Because I just call it that Lords of Mayhem. It's a little cooler. I agree. Uh, developers. Yeah. Bizarre, bizarre. I'm trying to find the, here we go. Okay. These folks, their name is jibber jab, zibberty, baby, boo, boo. I can't jibber find it. I'm sure it's in here. Can't find it. Uh, I'll look at it for a minute or in a minute. Okay, so uh, before I throw it back to you, I want to make a couple of quick mentions. Mm, Number one, uh, that Steven Universe game, Embrace the Light or Encroach on the Light or whatever it is. Right, right. Called, shoot, I forgot the name of it. I just call it Um, a Steven Universe game. They don't have too many, do they? I I think they have a couple. The one I'm thinking of is this one that's on Apple Arcade right now. That is the, it's like a turn-based JRPG sort of Paper Mario kind of effort. Mm, mm, Uh, mm, Wolfson Studios is the name of the dev. (laughs) Goody. (laughs) Those French guys, they don't know how to get diverse, man. They're just like, oh, you know what we should do? We should just use the name. So they did. We should name it after the studio. Yeah, that's a really good French accent you're doing there. Okay, so anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Even I'm offended. All right, what was the point? Oh. That Steven Universe game is very good, and I just wanted to put it out there that you're thinking, man, I don't know about this mobile stuff. I've also been playing it on desktop because that's uh, you can play it on your Mac, and it all syncs together, cloud syncs and everything, um, and it plays extremely well on there. And uh, that is just a really good turn-based RPG that looks very, I don't know, you might look at it on the face of it and go, oh, that just looks like one of those. There's a lot more to right. it. That's a very cool game, and I wanted to throw that out there. And then the other thing was, I spent some time with an old game I talked about on here probably a year and a half ago called uh, American Fugitive, Fugitive, which plays mm-hmm. like GTA oh. China Wars. Do you remember China Wars? 
Yeah, I love China Wars. Kind of top-down, still 3D, but more yeah, like the yeah. original GTA games. Um, yeah. It's basically that, but set in like the Redneck South or something. Mm. Um, and you're a you know a dude on the run trying to like, stay away from the cops, and you're running missions. Dude and, on the run. <laughs> and you're stealing cars and all that. It's very cool, and I've t- I haven't talked about it in a long time, and it's just fun to pick up again, American Fugitive on Steam. All right, and probably everywhere else. I don't know where else it is. I'm sure it's in other places. Brian, why don't you tell me about Aegis Defenders? That's Aegis. Don't say Aegis Defenders. I'm defending the Aegis. It's actually A-E-G-I-S. So I Isn't that Aegis? Aegis Defenders. Yeah. Was that? It is Aegis, right? It is. It is. I, that's how I say it. So, hey, yeah. Scott, yeah. you know how you like those uh, 2D platformers and you like those pretty good? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And you know how you love the uh, the tower defense? Yeah, I do. I lo- uh, hate the tower defense. <laughs> Hate it. It's the worst thing ever. Well, I may have found something that may not turn you off too okay. much about tower defense because this is not mostly uh, tower defense. It is uh, the traveling. The traveling to point to point is your platforming, but then you get locked into an area and you have to do a bit of tower defense, but nothing uh, nothing too bad. I mean, not like where you've got it. Usually set up a couple of turrets. It's not like you got to set up a whole bunch of different types of things, but most of the combat system is that tower defense you set things up and you let things come in and you uh and you battle them okay. so this is uh, this is the other co-op game for some reason i was feeling very co-op-y this week i didn't stream it but i did play it offline with e- ethan uh try to play it by myself by the way both these games this week they're both uh listed as uh, co-op and single player but both of them greatly benefit uh from co-op play do you like um, that or you hate that because i kind of hate that I, it kind of it kind of irritates me, but I was I was in a place where I was able to play co-op, mm-hmm. so I was okay. But if 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 I bought this game and I didn't have anybody to play with at the time, because sometimes that happens, uh, I'd be a little disappointed. Especially this game, because uh, this game requires both the players, and they're usually on different levels. You start out that way, so you got like a one of your characters is up top, and then your your father character is down on another level, another plane, and you got to meet. So what you have to do if you're playing by yourself is you have to you have to get that first character to a checkpoint and then you have to get the father and get him to the checkpoint and then y'all meet up. It's kind of uh, like backtracking a little bit. It's kind of it's not terrible, but it's it's not great either. So uh, did you guys I, did you I, guys play the roles of you were the father, he was the son? Yes, absolutely. Nice, right. Nice. Yeah, we we did not roll reverse there. We we played like when like I said, I played for a little bit myself as a single player and said this ain't gonna work. I'm like I ain't gonna I ain't gonna backtrack for 20 minutes to try to get this other guy up here. No way. Yeah. How come but, you uh, uh, you uh, is this you playing that I'm watching? No, this is not me playing. Like I said, I didn't record any of it because it was just uh, offline. But this right. person seems to be playing about like I do. As you can see, they're uh, they're shooting some creatures. All these everything in the world, all the creatures in the world are trying to kill you. Yeah. Uh, this is supposed to be uh, in in the future, mm-hmm. but after technology has failed us, mm-hmm. and now we have fallen back to using the old technology, the really ancient technology. Mm. Uh, and so we're trying to uh, we're trying to free these animals by shooting them and killing them. Great. I don't think we're trying to free them. We're just trying to get past them. Uh, <laughs> you're free. Be free. You're dead. You're, you're free. I will free you from your torment. You're yes, dead now. You're dead now. You no longer right. are, so, are free. So this was, uh, I got this on the Humble Bundle. I, I'm still subscribed to the Humble Mo- Bundle monthly. And uh, this was this came out in 2018, but I believe it was in this February's bundle again. So I got it as part of that. It is it is, it is developed by Guts Department. 
I'm not even really sure what else they do, but I really enjoyed this. It is a split screen co-op. How you doing uh, in the so, guts department, by the way? Doing all right in the guts department? Doing all right? I'm doing okay in the guts department. Okay. My guts are all right. Okay. All right. I'm all right. I'm uh I'm making sure that I, you know, I, I eat the right good. fiber. Lots so of fiber. Keep, with, right. Yeah. Good good idea. Right. Like you eat some eat some good uh, you know, like pickled things. Those are good for you. Good right. for the gut. Yeah. Anyway. I, I really the thing I really like about how they handled the uh the co-op in this game though is a split screen, yeah. but it is a dynamic split screen. So if you both are in, I'm always amazed by this technology. If you're both in the same area, both both of your characters in the same area, it is you know you, it's no split screen. But then if you get so far away from each other, it it splits the screen intelligently. So like if if it needs to be a diagonal split, it turns into a diagonal split. It'll it'll just rotate all the way around. It'll oh, it's rotate. like um, um, I know it does this. The Lego game, the Lego games do this now. Right, they do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like that. And so it's such a smooth transition. And like I said, this is such a co-op game. If you're going to play this game, definitely do it uh, with a friend. And it's only a two-player co-op, just like uh, just like the Knights and Bikes, which I kind of it was perfect. You do know, the, I didn't feel like do I had the, to party up. Sure. Do the ageist right. uh do the ageists that you're um that you're defending, do they want to be defended? Are they glad that you're there defending them and their position on age? Right. Um I never actually got to see the ageists. Okay. So you don't even know what, what you're defending really at this point. I don't really know what I'm defending. All I'm doing is just following along with the story. They've got like these cutscenes that are revealing some of the story. Uh by the way, what he's doing right now is you can learn re- uh, recipes for turrets. And so you have to pick up blocks as you go along and you can two block stack to make a turret. And so there's a little bit of, you know, of, of, of crafting, not, but very limited, very, very limited, uh, bombs and, uh, turrets and that kind of thing. And as you can see right now, the, the character on the screen will pop up and they'll have like a little bit of what they think is clever dialogue, yeah. debatable. Yeah. But uh, I enjoyed it. It was it was lighthearted. How anime? I, I how really anime is that little turd, little blonde, blonde guy? Is oh, it? he's so anime. Both of them. Oh, mm. and the dad's even worse because he's like, nah. He's like the real guy that would just make you know the nah, uh-huh. nah, uh-huh. nah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah, but we know we got kind of like a like I said, I I I enjoyed my time with it, but it was too short. Once again, too short a time for the games this week. I don't know. If it's something different I'm doing or if I'm getting more involved in the games, I think I know what it is. I think actually I've slowed down my gameplay yeah. uh, because this is my just a mention that I want to talk about. I uh, Did I mention this last time that I had never completely played a Zelda game? Never all the way through, I, right? I don't, I don't. I've never played any Zelda game all the way through. And in fact, I've never played any Zelda game until about a month ago that I played for more than an hour. Mm. I mean, probably that's probably the longest I ever played a Zelda game. Maybe 30 minutes might have been the longest I ever played a Zelda Jeez, game. It just never, that's crazy. It just never appealed to me, mm. right? Mm. I've played other Zelda-like games. Yeah. And uh, and but I just never wanted I just it just wasn't the right thing for me. Mm. So I have went back and I have been playing uh, Link to the Past on Thursday nights, and I've been really enjoying that. It took me an hour and a half to beat. Uh, one of the bosses on that on well, that game. Say, it, was it took an outrageous. hour and a half to beat the game, and I'm like, "What are you like a games done quick genius? Some kind of freaking no? Speedrunner? It was terrible. They had these weren't. It's the it's the it's like the second uh, pendant that you have to get or amulet, and it's like these worm things that are coming out of the ground and they're jumping and they're Man. and I just could never get it figured out. And the chat room was so good because I was pretty excited. I thought I'd been moving along to a pretty good clip. 
and I thought I was just going to nail it in my hour and a half of gameplay time that I had. I did not. Yeah. It took me an hour and a half to get past one screen. So it was just an hour and a half of me fighting worms. That's cool, though. You had the chat room there. Fighting worms. Help you through it. Oh, figure yeah. it out. Absolutely. And they were, they were, they, they were just great. It was so much fun. And also uh, for Valentine's Day, I don't know if, if you get love gifts on your Valentine's Day. Uh, yeah, 14 gifts. days of it. My wife's insane. She does 14 oh, days okay. of Valentine's. It's oh, nice. So do you get like food or something? Food. Uh, oh my gosh tickets to a thing oh, a gift certificate a somewhere she got me oh. some lotion she got me like uh she got you some lotion yeah lotion do you know i dated did she a get girl you some de- did she get you some deodorant she did no no deodorant she got me some um right. cologne though so it's all stuff Does to- she know about the extra hoochie that she is not aware of my extra hoochie at all she has no did idea what's going on <laughs> no no <laughs> No, we try to keep that on the down low, Brian, the extra hoochie. Right, right, true, true. Okay, so yeah. anyway, the, but I, I did, you know, I got to say, you know, we, we did all the romantic things, but I also received uh, Link's Awakening for the Switch. So I've been also playing that and playing between uh, A Link to the Past and Link's Awakening. I am really in that mode of the Zelda, you know? Yeah. I've got Ocarina of Time, too, sure. which I played around a little bit, but it's, it's not like the other two. Ocarina is amazing. Uh, right and it's the first zelda okay so this is fun since we're doing zelda confessions that was the first zelda game on the n64s where i played it originally that i beat i've had never beaten a zelda game up to that point i'd played ton of zelda one and two and link to the past on the snes but i had never beaten any of them for whatever reason but i was so compelled by ocarina of time that i beat that game and i've actually beaten that game twice i beat it again on the 3ds when they put out that uh remastered version of it and beat it again and then the next zelda game that i played to finish one and a half times was one and a half times (laughs) was wind waker because i played it on on the gamecube and then i played it later when it came out on the wii u and i played most of it on the wii u again so more than half probably but but i played the freaking hell out of that thing and i loved that game oh i love that game that you it, it is it is amazing i didn't so you now you know i've i've i know about the zelda lore so I'd, i had peeked in enough times and i knew enough of the references that i never felt like i was you know missing out on the popular culture of zelda but the deep you know the deep dive i totally missed out on and so uh gamestop had their president's day sale it's been going on over the weekend mm-hmm. uh they had i have had drift on one of my controllers on my switch so i picked up two used uh joy cons for uh for like 40 bucks yeah that's pretty, pretty good deal. that's pretty good but they they had buy two get one free used games and i was i was so tempted to buy three more zelda games that were on the on the ds was it three, two or three uh on the ds there were hold on there was the train they were ton between the first ds and then the last you know the 3ds versions I want to say there were only like two or three games, though, right? Three right. proper games. That's what I want to think. Uh, the right. best one uh, in the DS era, the best one, I think, was that Minish Cup game. I like that game a lot. Oh. And then on the... Three, we're like uh, Hyrule Warriors, too. That's not really... Oh, yeah. I can't count that, though, can you? I don't know. Right. That was a weird right. thing. I don't know. But I was going... I was I was really I was really standing in front of the, the DS section, and I realized I had to walk away because I'm like, I'm about to buy you know, at least two more Zelda games. You're about and to go all in. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've played way too much Zelda lately. I think that's one of the things I think, but it really has slowed my gaming down. 
I think that's okay. Really There's down. nothing wrong with that. Here's what I think we could do once in a while. Like once in a while, we're going to hit a game where we're like, man, this thing needs more time for me to really dive, 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 you know? And then, right. so instead of uh, hitting two and a half a week, we just, you do the one that, that week. And maybe even it's a two-parter. It's like my first half of this game is all I'm going to talk about. And the next week you finish it up. Like we could totally like drag some of these out if we had to. It's not a problem. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed Aegis Defenders, but man, if I could have, because I feel like I can go back and play that anytime. That's like a game you can jump in and out of. Mm-hmm. This story that they have evolving in, in this Knights and Bikes, I want to see it through completion. I'll, I'll probably only play it once and I'll be done. I'll never have to go back again, but yeah, but you want to finish that it. kind of game. Yeah. You want to finish it. finish it. I get it. Well, we'll figure something out. Finish him. All right. Tell me about uh, nothing. Cause we're about to now. That do, was it. Yeah. That was my just dimension. Yeah. Now there's this it's a me, <laughs> time for guess my game. Brian and I play clips from popular games of your, and then we try to guess your. what it is. I start and it's an old arcade game. It's all the hint you're going to get. Very no. early 80s business here. So see if you can figure it out. Chat room, you can play along. Here you go. <laughs> Any guesses yet? I got to say, I don't even know. I don't. This doesn't sound familiar at all. I do like the sound break. So, boo, boo. Yeah, and the little boop, boop. It sounds like someone's pooping. This is this is arcade, right? Very arcade. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh, this is a little too. Someone in the chat too, got it. I don't too, want to give it away yet, but chat got it. Someday. This is a little too good for uh, Atari, but it sounds like Atari arcade, maybe. It is the game, and big ups to uh, the Wrath eighty six who got it. The game is Zevius. Zevius. I've got to see some footage of that. I don't think I remember Xevious oh, at all. Oh man, Xevious is a classic, dude. So it's one of the it's a top down overhead scrolling, you know, shooter, uh, like nineteen forty two or you know, there's a million games like this. Uh, but Xevious was a pretty unique game, and it was this sort of science fictiony thing. And for eighty two, looked pretty incredible for the time. And um, I really liked Xevious a lot when I was younger. I'd play I'd play Xevious when I was a kid and tell my hands hurt. Uh, it's a little like Air Raid. Someone in the chat says it looks like it. It's a bit like that. It's one of those. Like, it's one of those games, but it was one of the earlier ones, and a lot of stuff came after it, and I think they kind of owe Zevious a thanks for sort for uh, breaking ground. It's a good, good, good fun game from the early Hades. All right, Brian, I'm going to play yours now. You ready? Do it. Here goes. <laughs> I got you. The year is 1989. Oh, I know what this is. Uh, this is one of the... This is a Castlevania, isn't it? Is it a Castlevania type? No. Let me know. No, I say it is... It is a side-scrolling action platformer. Uh, this isn't, um... <laughs> That's video game diarrhea right there. Yeah, man. I mean, when I when I heard this one, I, I was like, did I play this game? And it's like, I've seen it before, but I don't remember playing it. But I said that the audio is so unique when I was listening to it. I was like, because I, I was floating around the 1988, 87 
uh, when I was looking at different games to, to pick this week. Mm-hmm. And I, I noticed how everything sounded so much alike. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, just it just seems like everything sounds alike. There was a and lot when of I came across this, stuff, I was yeah. like, wow, this sounds like totally different. I'm going to play this voice stuff at the beginning because it's going to help me figure it out. Hold on. It's actually going to be figured out because he actually says the name. Oh, he of the does? Game. He says it? All right, I'm going to listen really good. Yeah. Oh. He will never leave Eurasia. It's Strider. Yeah, he actually said Strider. And I was like, yeah, I bet he won't catch that. I didn't Put it close catch to the front. It the first time. Yeah. No. Like, that is some really bad. Escape Eurasia. That was some early voice chip stuff, man. That is really yeah. old. Woo. Eurasia. Makes me want to play it because it's really unique. When I looked at it, I was like, wow, they were doing some stuff that nobody else was really doing. Yeah. And so I, I wasn't sure what was going on there. Strider game. I need to look at it again. Let's see here. This mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. Strider arcade game. Oh, yeah. Yep, there's Strider. I remember Strider. It mm-hmm. was like a... I wonder if it's on the Sega Genesis. I was trying to see if it was on my Sega Genesis Mini because it was supposed to be on the Sega Genesis at one point in time. It was. So sure. uh, it was on the... So here's all the versions that showed up. I don't know if they were all as good as each other, but the arcade, the Amiga, uh, Amstrad, CPC, the Atari ST, Commodore 64 had a version, MS-DOS. There was a PlayStation, a Genesis slash Mega Drive version, a Master System version, a X68000 TurboGrafx CD version and a ZX Spectrum version. So a lot of versions of Strider, it turns out. Mm. Uh, the Mega Drive Genesis version came out November 5th, 1990. So I'm yeah. looking now. I think our Mini may have this on it. Oh, real? Oh, the Mini might have Strider? Mm-hmm. No way. That'd be awesome. Like I said, I've got to try it out. Like I said, it like in my deep dive of video games during that time, it was... Uh, it was the it was a standout for some reason. Oh, hey, you know that controller fetish problem we had last week? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look at this, everybody. Hold on, I'll hold this up. Did you do it? I did two things because uh, I'm weird. I bought a <laughs> SNES Super NES wireless uh, with the little dongle thing you plug into the front of it for the for the classic. Yeah. yeah. Got that from Eight yeah, Bit yeah. Do. Uh, feels like a legit SNES controller. Oh, it's awesome. I love it. Feels so good. Yeah. Um, so good. just no, no complaints here. Absolutely love this thing. And the right. range, I don't know what the range is, but I've been pretty far from that thing and I'm having no problems with it. So there's love that. It. That was pretty cheap. And then this yeah. was not as cheap, but still cheaper than a brand new controller from Microsoft or somebody, but I picked up the 8-bit oh, yeah. do, um, G, oh geez, what's it called? The G, the G30, GN30, GC30, whatever it is. Anyway, I got there. It's basically a. Oh, you did get the black one. I did get the black one. Yeah, I like the black. One. That looks out. That almost ordered that one. I'm definitely. I got to get one. This plays great. Feels great. I played it on PC. Oh, I've tried so it on good. a Mac. I tried it on phones, and I've tried it on a Switch, and all of them work beautifully. So good. And it's just a nice, sturdy. Why is Eight Bit Do not sponsoring the Boop Show? Let's get it in here because we're already. I've spent so much money on their stupid shit. I, and I'm this close to buying the Genesis one. I want that one, the six button right. Genesis one they have for the yeah, classic, that one. for the mini. I think I may do it. I want that stupid. Uh, even though I, I absolutely know I'm not going to like it, I I kind of want that little bitty microcontroller they have for the phone. Yeah, it's cool, right? It's dumb, yeah. but uh, see, this is the problem. We shouldn't want any of this, but yet here we are. No. Here's well, like I was telling my when I was in GameStop. Yeah. Uh, and I was in the sales and stuff, and, and they were trying to get me to pre-order Animal Crossing. And it's like, you know what? They're only going to have so many, and they're going to... I was like, yeah, yeah, I said, but I don't know if I want to look for a cartridge. 
And I'm like, I love spending my money at GameStop because I want the physical stores to stay around because I love the fact I can go in and talk to other gamers and learn about stuff that's not curated yeah, by... Yeah, but they're not going to teach know, you anything in those places. Those people are dumb when it comes to stuff. Not my GameStop. My GameStop, my GameStop is full of people that go, oh, yeah, there's a rumor floating around that Nintendo's getting bought out by... Uh, Johnson and Johnson baby products. So that's going to be real Man, weird for the you brand need to come to my games. I, I think it varies from store to store, of course, yeah, but yeah, our right. GameStop is, is well, uh, is well staffed. And we have, we have intelligent people who are, who are, it's, it's kind of like when you go to a comic book store, you may go to a comic book store that, or, or a card store is probably more like it where they just trying to sell you cards and collectibles and stuff. Then you got people who are actually passionate about it. And, uh, I'll tell you my local GameStop, we're lucky. It's and it's one of the it's one of the busiest ones in in th- this area. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is it does it does fantastic sales, and the reason why is because the staff. And so anyway, I love buying my stuff from there because hardware is always going to be a market for hardware. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I I like ordering stuff off Amazon and eight do and all that stuff. But man, being able to go into my local GameStop and they'll you know they'll let me open up little packages, mm-hmm. like not like new stuff, not new stuff, but like if there's a used version of something, I can take it out, yeah. play around with it. You know, oh, yeah. You know what else is cool about these, by the way? I just want to make this comment before I forget about it. All their new controllers or all the stuff they're shipping now is all USB-C. So none of this is like micro USB break it in half crap anymore. Hate that crap. I do too. Um, but that I think it goes for pretty much their whole line. Um, this, they got can, it going on. I can tell you these. Well, okay, take it back. This one for the SNES Classic is, <laughs> is USB micro. It's fine. I just have to charge it. But the new right. black one I just showed you, that one is USB C. The um, there are other lines I believe are that also. Yeah, these phones. I don't want to go. I don't want to go back to another fighting game, but I've been wanting to play. There's been a lot of good fighting games out lately, mm-hmm. and I've been wanting to go back to some. And unless I get that arcade stick that you have, yeah. like right over there to the right, yeah, I'm not going to get one because I don't. I don't like playing fight games with uh, with my regular controller. I need an arcade stick. I want. This makes sense to me. The new what's this called? We did this last week. I can't believe I'm doing it again. <laughs> it's just, oh, I love them. I love this stuff. I don't know why I like I it too. so much, but I just like it. I'm really into hardware right now. I think it's because there's, I have such a glutton, I had such a, so much uh, digital entertainment that it really does give me a great pleasure to, to get something hardware. Something, t- you know? something tangible. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally see this. They've got a new wired controller coming. That's interesting. What oh, is it out now? Hold on. Oh yeah, they have a wired version of their controller. If you just like, I don't want to have wireless. Oh. Wireless is for babies. Maybe they. Maybe this is wireless it. is for babies. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> wireless is for babies who strangle themselves. Yeah, I don't want none of that crap. They don't like babies. Anyway, they don't like babies. These guys are just rad, and I kind of want one of these phone ones too, like you're talking about. I agree. Like these, oh, has they got a Raspberry Pi down there too? Yeah, they're showing a Pi. It's not. They don't yeah, sell it. we gotta. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta get my Raspberry Pi running again, you so know, I these, can do some. These little bitty controllers are great. It's like having a whole bunch of Joy Cons. So, look how small they are. I know. It's crazy <clears throat> small. And you can get them to match your uh, your Switch, or you can color clash like I did with that with that controller yeah. uh, cover. All right, enough fetishizing controllers for now. But I'm very happy with both of these, so I uh, highly recommend it, especially if you're looking for a good multifunction use case. This thing has been great on everything I've thrown at it. Um, I mean, as far as I know, these only the only things these don't work on would be like, well, they're it's Bluetooth, so it may even work on like a PlayStation or Xbox. Right. I don't know. 
Do they say? Oh, look, at, look at you. That's cute. Yeah, I got the I got the blue and yellow to match my Aww. switch. That's adorable, light. Brian. Yeah, I like, those yeah, I like it. Those colors. Yeah, and I did what okay. you did. Hold on, is it here? Oh, no, I left it upstairs. No, did I bring it down? Hold on. No, I left it upstairs. But that case. I hey, love can that we case. have a little uh, have a little support real quick? Yeah. What do you need? I, I I know I could I know I could go on the internet and look it up. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not gonna. I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've got my. I got my base unit switch, right? Yeah. Console. Yeah. Plugs in. Right. Then I got my switch light. Yeah. Right. Got that. So why is there two different frame codes in those things? Do I not have a unified system? No, because a Nintendo is it is a per device system, not a not a account based uh, thing. And and everyone well, that, che- that that pisses me off. Oh, they suck with this. That's terrible. Now right, here's the thing I've though got, you can I've make got a that, game that I'm playing you, you can I've got make digital it, games that I'm playing on both. All right. And in one place I have my friends and I'm like but I can't play with my friends in the other one because I haven't given them a new friend code. I'm like well, that's stupid. Nintendo's terrible at this part of their thing and they have been since the DS. It's they they just cannot get it through their thick skulls that this is so archaic. <laughs> it's so bad. Right. You need a unified code system, you need a unified username, you need something like that. I don't know why they don't. Maybe they don't feel like they need to. There's got to come a breaking point, though, where they're just going to have to freaking do it, and they're going to have to figure out how to migrate everybody to it. it. And the longer they take to do it, the longer, the harder it's going to be to migrate everyone. you got to just freaking oh, bite so the hard. bullet and do it, you guys. You potato so heads. Hard. I love Nintendo, yeah. but, man, that their online stuff, like just their general strategies are so dumb. Yeah, it's not all good. Right. It's not good. All right, well, there's all that. Hope you enjoyed it. Now this. Time for us to read an email from a listener. This came in to us from Illinois and Mike. Mike says this. Uh, by the way, use the email address boopshow at gmail.com. You too are encouraged to use that email and we'll read it on the show. Hey guys, love the show. Always listening when I'm engineering it up at work. You must be an engineer. No. Curious what your thoughts are on Mr. Musk's new ISP plan. Living in the boonies has got the potential to be my first chance to get broadband. All I have right now is DSL and it's slow. Uh, what oh, really man. excites me is being able to get back into gaming. Could this, along with Amazon Satellite ISP mode, really blow up the gaming market? Mike the Nerd in Illinois. Um, possibly. Um, I'm not going to go too deep into what each of those efforts are. I've read up a bit about them, and they're interesting. Just like a lot of really cool broadband distance-based Wi-Fi sort of things. 5G having further extendability, uh, or at least some of the specs having further extendability. There's lots of cool ideas floating around right now. Um all of it is good. Every single one of these right. is, are, are, are incremental steps in the right direction, which is fast, high-capacity, affordable internet everywhere in this country, just like a lot of other countries have gone ahead and invested in. If we're not going to invest in it from a like tax-based uh, perspective, then we better start doing it from other angles because we're falling woefully behind places like Korea and freaking Sweden and parts of Europe. They're just killing us with initiatives Jeez. for better broadband for everybody. And I would really like to see more of that here. So I'm all for like one of these smart guys, even psychopaths like <laughs> I mean, he's not a psychopath. Elon <laughs> Musk is kind of a wackadoo, but it's OK. He, right. he, he's you know, there's a reason why he is where he is and what he does. And uh, I would be very curious to see what his thing looks like. And I would be super interested to see if this better satellite solution than current systems from uh, Bezos and company. I, could that could yeah, be I interesting. Yeah, I think I think both of them are very exciting ideas and I can't wait to see. If they can actually pull them off, uh, there there is a big 
there's a much larger problem in the U.S. than you know, like Korea is so much smaller right. place. So you know, running running the infrastructure there is a lot smaller space to do it in. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think this is probably going to have to be the answer, especially if you're looking forward to all the things I've been playing. I am very fortunate where I live to have pretty decent broadband now. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, Same. some competition came into town, and everybody finally straightened up. And uh, so, you know, I'm 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 enjoying that GeForce Now stuff. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, next week I'm gonna be playing Guilt. Uh, that was this month's freebie on the. Uh, if you have the, if you're the Stadia oh, Pro right, member, right, that that's the their game, game, right? Are they? That's one their exclusive. Yeah, yeah, that's the exclusive. The one they paid to so, have made or whatever they did. Right, right. I forget what that was. So I'm looking forward to trying that out. Yeah, give that a shot. I also, I forgot to mention, I signed up for uh, now. Um, yes, super cheap right GeForce now. Now it's very now cheap, it and you get two months or 90 days for free. It's ridiculous. Yeah, um, yeah. but I played a bunch of games and had zip, zippo problem. It was great. I played all yeah. my Steam games that I wanted to play. Um, mm-hmm. it, I had a little trouble with UPlay, but it's just because I think the one game in UPlay is having some trouble with staying installed, and it's I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but. Stick. But all my Steam stuff worked. Everything that they were showcasing worked 100% fine. I played World of Tanks, of all things, for a few hours. World of Taints. And I had, yeah, it was a lot of taints, all the taints. You can get new taints there, too, and new skins for your oh, taint. Oh, nice. Yeah, you want new a new skin? skin? Yeah, new skin taint. It's amazing. So anyway, or new taint skins, I should say. Um, but it really hurts. you got to pull the old skin off the taint and then apply yeah, the new yeah. skin to the new to and the taint. And scream yeah. as you do. Collect all the taints. But anyways, as uh uh, it ran just as advertised. It looked great. Right. It ran on my poopy the- Mac laptop that I've had for a hundred years, and it just you know that thing's got does not have the processing power to run any kind of games in 3D or any of that. And that's right. not why I even own it. I use it for other stuff, but the, it played all that stuff just like beautifully. Yeah, just no problem. 1080p. Starting, so right now I've played both Stadia and the uh, GeForce Now a good bit. And I got to tell you, it's almost, it reminds me of lots of every time there's been a new platform like VHS versus beta, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, or Blu-ray versus HD, DVD and all this other good stuff. Yeah. It very much reminds me of that. And I will tell you, it's, if you have the Stadia Pro with the, with, with the hardware that they sell, that is a slick experience. Yeah. It is, it is, it is slick from the top to the bottom. Yeah. And it works well. Uh, the GeForce Now also works well, but it is not slick. Right. I mean, it, it feels kind of weird when you when you launch the game. I've gotten kind of called a couple of times where I've had to like close it down and start up again because I might have clicked on the wrong thing. Because when it when you throw up Steam game, mm-hmm. it it launches a virtual machine. Yeah, you log you, into Steam you, basically. Yeah, and you and you're kind of you're you're you know so it's a virtual machine and you're getting a virtual lockdown virtual machine. And so I clicked on a few buttons. The game kind of acted a little wonky, and I clicked on the wrong thing too fast. Next thing I know, the game just disappears, even though I'm still running in it. And I'm like, "What's going on?" Yeah, some and of so that stuff's a little weird. There's some it's it's early goings, and obviously they've been in beta for a long time, so some of that stuff got ironed out before it released. Some of right. it didn't, but I was really impressed but that the, like I was playing Dead Cells immediately, yeah. And I found out, you know, or as I, before I knew it, I was like two hours of Dead Cells going. Oh shit! Right, yeah. I'm not even on. This isn't even on my hard drive anymore. Like, what yeah. am I doing? And so, yeah. I got out of it, and then later checked back in on another machine. I was like, oh yeah, my save is still. All that progress is saved. Yeah, like yeah. it's just and the same cloud, the same. It's great. I like it. If 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 things don't change though, I feel like I I don't know if they can both exist in a market. And I think 
if Stadia can't find a way to give me access to other games, which they're doing somewhat. They've kind of they grabbed the exclusive, I believe, with uh, with Blizzard Activision. You know, they're kind of maybe kind of we don't know yet. Work, working, yeah, we don't know any absolutes on that yet, but it it sure feels like that. It sure smells like that, yeah. and so uh, that is it's going to be interesting. You hear That'd my theory kind of like on that? I have, a, I have a theory on that. Here's my theory. Give me it. They're give gonna. Me it. They're going to white label because that's part of this deal with Stadia. Stadia wants to white label their tech out to other people, meaning here's right. here's the tech and now you just label anything you want. You're just licensing it from us, kind of right. like a game engine sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Blizzard, with their pulling out of now and then being very quiet about things, I do think this has to do with their deal with Google and YouTube. But I think oh, that yeah. the deal is that they're going to white label that tech and that the Battle.net launcher, sure launcher will become a cloud gaming launcher. That's what it'll I do. wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. It'll do everything. It'll yeah. do your your local stuff too, of course. But it will be right. Like, oh, you want to play WoW on the on the, you know, over the cloud on on your crap notebook on this trip to the hotel? Yes. Like that's what I think they're going to do. Anyway, we'll see and if they that, do or not. That, but, was, that would be Stadia's best chance for survival because they agree. really have not. Yeah, they they really haven't did a really good job of marketing to just you know the regular folk. Well, not only that, it's a store that you have to buy games for. And yeah. until they Full let you do, games. yeah, unless you do more stuff outside of that, they're, they're going to have a problem. Whereas now what's really appealing about and why I'm forgiving of its glitches is they're saying, Hey, you already have a ton of games that you, you already yeah. own these. So why don't you play the ones you own? And I just fire them up and there's the games. I own the games. Like it doesn't it's awesome. It's, it's, you know, a glitch here or there, but for the most part, it's like, here's all the stuff you already have paid for. Why don't you just play them here? It's like, mm-hmm. it's like saying, well, here's your, we, you're renting another machine for five bucks a month with 90 days free. You run right. on there, whatever you want to run on there. And with Which the is great. It's this yeah. server rental, right? Is, is brilliant. And Basically, they have yeah. some of the, they have some great video card tech. So, I mean, rendering is just amazing. So it'd be cool if they got some exclusives. And also keep doing what they're doing with like letting you have your library. And then Stadia needs to go the other direction, swing the other way. You got all your exclusives and you have some of your games, but they're all full priced. Got to buy it again. Mm-hmm. Video games. I'm not going to you have they have they've given me no like a guy like me with a 1500 game uh, right. library on Steam. You don't have any innovation. You're not you're not motivating me to come to you at all. Right. What would motivate me is if you said, "Hey, by the way, this we're also going to support your entire Steam library. We're going to st- support right. your entire whatever, whatever." Then I would go, "Oh, all right, Stadia. Now you're speaking my language. I like your back end. Let's do it." If they don't start doing something like that, they're screwed. Mm-hmm. Screwed, yeah. in my opinion. Agreed. All right. Uh, thanks, Mike from Illinois. We appreciate the email and we appreciate you guys listening. Again, that email address is boopshow at gmail dot com. Website is frogpants dot com slash b o o p. You can find us on Twitter at Boop Show. Find Brian at the Brian Dunaway. You can find me at Scott Johnson and the show at Boop Show. Uh, you can find our Reddit page over at boopshow.reddit.com. And we'll be back next week with more. Uh, Brian, before we go today, do you want to lay any hot, wet wisdom on the listeners? Hot, wet wisdom. Uh-huh. Tune in this Thursday when Brian spends another hour and a half on another single freaking stage of Zelda. <laughs> You can do that again. On twitch.tv huh? forward slash Brian Dunaway. All right. That- no, I want to watch that. When are you doing this? Thursday when? Yeah, yeah. Thursday. My throwback Thursday. Okay. I, I, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. I get on and I play me some first time playthrough of that Zelda's Link to the Past. I'm I'm interested in seeing you do this, so I'm going to tune in. Uh, he's over there, you guys. And uh, if you want to find more cool shows like this, find him at frogpants.com. 
And uh, find us on Twitter. Say stuff to us there. Oh, a new episode of my comic went up today, so you want to oh, check wow. that out. Oh, that's yes. that's all linked everywhere. So that one was good. It. I enjoy- The last two weeks have been killer. Well, You're glad. going up, up, and up. When are you going to lay an egg? No, I don't know. I don't know. Tune It'll in happen. next week. It'll happen. It'll, it always happens. <laughs> You eventually lay an egg. It can't be great every time. Well, I mean, you, you can't keep getting better and better every time, right? Eventually, it has to have a step back. Yeah, you're not wrong. That's the pressure of making comics that people don't think about. Yeah, you're right. And Always topping yourself. It's not good. It's like anything, I guess. Mm-hmm. Everybody feels like they yeah. got to top themselves. Eventually, you make uh, The Godfather 3, and you realize I should, I should hang it up. Anyway, there you go, everybody. Have a fantastic week. Be good to each other. Say nice things. uh, Eat more good food. And we'll see you next week for another episode of this fine show. Goodbye. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. I love steam.